Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 13 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate SG-1 podcast. I am Nyx. And I'm Grace. Lucky number 13. Today we're discussing Hathor. You know, here's the thing. I usually... (laughs) 13 is normally my lucky number. And it wasn't until I was putting in a file name for this going, this is our 13th episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad it was Hathor. And all of this, I don't know if you can sense any sarcasm in my voice, but Hathor. Listen. The actual porn parody of itself. (laughs) Hathor, the Katy Perry of Stargate episodes. Seriously, she does kind of look like Katy Perry. That girl is Katy Perry. She's Katy Perry. I, um, there's, I, Hathor. (laughs) Um, we're gonna get this done. It's gonna be out of our system, guys. We're gonna muscle through some things you can only here's, learn by doing. Here's the thing: of the concept of this episode sounds like it could be really effective. You have the Egyptian, the uh, you know the Egyptian ancient love and fertility goddess who's been you know you ignore the she's been stuck on Earth and no ghouls come to find her because right. they hate her. Um, you know she comes back and she you know takes control of the men the women have to come up in this could have been a really cool episode you could decide a thing this episode was written by guy who was recently broken up with and very much hates women at the time well it was it was by david bennett warren and jay leary carl carol who i don't know but it was written by jonathan glasner and directed by brad turner Okay, guys, I'm so sorry about whatever you were going through at the time, but I'm glad you were able to get it out of your system this yeah. way. So this aired on October 24th, 1997. Uh, it re-aired for us a week ago, and really it doesn't have to air again for me. It's, yeah, I don't know. I might watch it in a weird frame of mind yeah, like, just to get a kick out of it. I mean, there's something about the... It's a great MST3K episode. <laughs> yes. I mean, and the way that you can sit down and watch Mano's Hands of Fate. Yeah, I feel like I would watch... I would have someone watch this with me to prank them. Yeah. Oh, you guys, this is really amazing. <laughs> this is serious. the greatest thing. As someone that I don't know very well, someone who I'm yeah. getting to know, I'd be like, look, we gotta sit down. This is my favorite Here's episode. Here's the thing. They um, would have to be sitting somehow in front of me or something. So you could turn... Yeah, and just because watch I would them. Not be able to keep a straight face, yeah. and they would somehow know that I'd be like, "This is great. You're gonna love Stargate. I'm gonna start you on this episode. <laughs> this is probably it's a the great greatest Stargate introductory episode, ever. episode. If you don't love anything but this, mm. you're you're in the right. This is the blink of Stargate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my. Okay, right. let's get into it. Well, let's talk about the real Hathor for a second. Okay, so Hathor. Uh, obviously the ancient Egyptian goddess of love she's Aphrodite she's Venus when you're you know doing your direct one-to-one god translation between uh between cultures okay she's the goddess of joy feminine love motherhood dance foreign lands a real girl fertility uh, women in childbirth um but she's also represented by a cow (laughs) well (laughs) she well she normally when when she you see her in hieroglyphics she has these cow horns these 
for some reason, I associate with bull horns, but these cow horns and everything. I guess cows do have little baby horns, well, little tiny short horns. It's, it's because of her, she, like, the worshipping of fertility goddesses, obviously, one of the right. oldest things you can happen, and it's, so her evolution totally is sense. from the historic period, and cows are obviously one of the big things that you gave you a farm in life, so yeah. it kind of came from that. Um, and she is the both the daughter and wife of Ra. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, again, you get to these deity uh, you start running out family of trees, to mate with. yeah, and they get a little <laughs> weird. All right. So the episode starts off in Mexico. Okay. And you have some archaeologists, because that's the word that I forgot last week. Yeah, archaeologists. archaeologists. Now we're just going to say it all day long. <laughs> uh, they're investigating a Mayan pyramid uh, yes. with a tomb inside. And, but there's a sarcophagus with this So Egyptian I got super excited, and I was like, oh, 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 Mayan culture. Oh, this will be fun. This is new and interesting. Then I was like, wait a minute. Nope. Aren't those Egyptian hieroglyphics? Yep. Nope. So yeah, you're on purpose confused. Yeah. Those are Egyptian hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. So okay, continue. So one of <laughs> this, this episode, with all of its crazy coincidences, <laughs> one of those archaeologists remembers a journal article written by a young crazy archaeologist once with the name of oh what was that name dr jackson okay one <laughs> it's not hard to remember jackson but also on the other side of the coin there i just finished a research paper with 10 journal articles i could not tell you one name i one name oh. and this was intense research but fine and they so jackson was laughed out of academia for his preposterous ideas about connection between civilizations I guess he was wrong. And we're two, just going to dismiss that. Two because. things is, A, that part is covered in the beginning of the movie. We see him being literally left out of a convention nice. because of Kree's crazy connection. And B, isn't, like, the the sharing of cultural knowledge an actual thing that people study a lot? Because yeah. you find... Intercultural... Like study, yeah. I remember there was some something that they still haven't quite figured out why, or maybe they have. I don't know. But the copper in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan has some specific, like, uh, chemical makeup, and I thought they found it in like an Egyptian tomb or something like this. I don't like, know. We're gonna have to find that and look it up and post it to Facebook because but, I mean, that sounds interesting. This kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. I don't know why this is a crazy. I mean, obviously, you don't see a sarcophagus with Egyptian hieroglyphics inside a Maya pyramid. They, you don't do a lot of, Quite you know, that hardcore. The Flintstone style crossovers, but, but they do intermingle. Yes. <laughs> people traveled the globe back yeah, then. That's, that's true. There was that peninsula up in the north that they could walk across, and people got to. To other places. Exactly. So, that's our top. The sarcophagus. The sarcophagus. Sarcophagus has mm. the pictographs for Hathor. Right. Uh, and it opens up. They open it up. A woman sits up, demands for Ra, and then she kills them all. Right. That should have been Katy Perry's Super Bowl yeah. show. Yo, that, that would have been, been awesome. Not, nothing against Left Shark, who is my favorite. <laughs> But that would have been a great... Because this woman is Katy Perry. Why? It's Katy Perry. Why? Like, this is like an Indiana Jones thing. Why, when you see something, do you turn it? Don't... Yeah, maybe, I, I would be like, hey, this looks unsafe. Let's this looks run unsafe. from this. No, let's turn it and see what weird booby traps maybe they have. Maybe we would be the wrong kind of archaeologist. Or maybe they just wouldn't, <laughs> you know, make opening scenes based on this. Because I think you or I would be like, that looks unsafe. Let's not touch it. Let's do some research. But I know a couple people... Like a bartender named Nick. (laughs) 
and a boyfriend named Jesse who might be like, let's touch that. That's a red button. That's a red button that needs to be touched. Oh. <laughs> so when the when the see, the episode first starts, we have a little title card bit at the bottom that this is in uh, you want the me temp- say it? Yeah. Well, the <laughs> temple of the inscriptions in. Uh, Palenque. Palenque, Mexico. Yeah. That is not how I would pronounce that. Thank you. Uh, this is a real place. Um, yes. That is not... I looked up a picture of the actual Temple of the Inscriptions. That, what they had on no. screen, is not no. the Temple of the Inscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, in a desert plain or something. Yeah, no, they're... That's, like, in the jungle in they, real life. Yeah, they, they, posted a, they posted that little title card, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll buy it. But I don't think that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's the largest step pyramid there at the site. Um, cool. And it's a large Maya city. It's not one of the largest. Okay. It's not, like... Uh, it's just a large Maya city. Yeah, it's city. just a large... Yeah. Um, but it's it's important because because of its size and because this has amazing sample of hieroglyphic text found there. Like they okay. have the 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 artwork and all the text and everything is really really well preserved there, oh, and there's right apparently on. a lot of it. And what's cool is apparently most of the color is gone now. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is sort of if you go up, this is in the temple at the top of the stairs. Yeah, it probably gets is. a lot of sun inside. There. Well, it's used to be full of color. Oh. And it's most of it's gone now, but you can tell it it actually was really highly vividly painted and it was painted many times over. Like you can see the the layers of paint in it. Oh cool. Actually. Um and it was a, fu- a funerary monument for I'll be um, honest, I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Let's see. Kinch Janab Pakai. Sure. In the seventh century. Cool. Because I've actually haven't heard of that, but I guess it's because it's Mayan. Yeah. Okay. The only ones I really know are the Aztec ones, but that's I think I said that properly. Better than I would have pronounced <laughs> it. Um, and so this is they were like in their heyday in the seventh century. There. Awesome. So okay. Cool. Actually, his son ended up finishing building it. Okay. It started bu- being built in like his last decade. And those aren't quick things to get your slaves to build. Not really. I so. mean, even when you've got a lot of them and the threat with the penalty of death. But yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Takes you a still while. can only do. They're they're still not. Uh, you know, <laughs> John Deere equipment. <laughs> um. So then, for some reason, and I can't even think of anything that's non-logical, let alone logical, they yeah. bring the sarcophagus into the gate room. Yeah, where should we put this unstable thing? Let's put it next to this other unstable thing. That won't be an, an uh, awful reaction. So, they sent it to Daniel because he was the only one to ever research cross-pollination of ancient cultures. Uh, again, I should call it, bullshit on that. Should it be harder to find... I, I Shouldn't it be harder to find? I, I don't know. I mean... Look, don't, look, don't scratch too deeply on this <laughs> yeah, that's episode. True, that's true. Very true, very true. So Jack and Daniel both recognize it. Uh, we saw in the film. It's a healing device. Um, it, like, oh, it closes. Cool. It can bring someone back from the dead, at least yes. if they're freshly dead, I yeah. guess. Um, well, yeah. But it's a healing I mean, you, device, and that's one of the ways... You can't bring your stale dead in there. You can't bring... No, no, no. No zombies. <laughs> no walking dead. Yeah. This is not um, Pet cemetery. But this is basically why... You can have a ghoul like Ra, like Apophis, or like Hathor. They can have the same host for thousands of years because they're just because they sleep in it. here and gotcha. they keep regenerating. So it's almost it, like it's they're immortal. in stasis. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay. So there's a person who's arrested the surface for attempting to break in. Hammond gives no shits yeah. because that shit happens all the time. Yeah. Don't bother me with it. But she knew the Stargate was there. Yeah. Credits. That's when we. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The plot thickens slightly. Slightly. Doesn't get very thick. Still very watery. It's like mushy oatmeal. <laughs> so they go and they talk to the crazy lady and she calls herself Hathor and demands that they kneel before their goddess. Yeah. 
Jack <laughs> is in sound full snark mode this entire interaction. <laughs> um, oh, we'll see who's laughing later, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and she clarifies that she's the... That, uh, actually, so Daniel tries to go, you know, she's the god, the fertility goddess of blah, blah, blah. And Jack just goes, so she's the goddess of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Again, Katy Perry. It's been my favorite line of the entire episode. Yeah, she's, she's Katy Perry. This is, we've got to do some research. How old is Katy Perry in reality? Maybe she's like 20 years older than we think she is. She just looks damn good. Because I swear to you, this is the same woman. You know, I'm going to sound actually, like a broken record. I pull up a picture and I forget. I'm, I apologize not write down um, the uh, the woman who actually the played name of the Katy Perry in this episode. <laughs> uh, but the pictures I saw, she does not look as much like Katy Perry. I think it's the bangs, isn't it? Uh, it's Sue Ann Braun. Okay. Um, she does not look nearly as much as like Katy Perry oh. in real in in her non Katy Perry getup. Oh, interesting. Okay, fine. So Daniel is already smitten by her because Daniel. Well, because she's a girl. <laughs> and then she goes to kiss Daniel's hands and drugs him with pink. No. Oh, yeah. She does this little like kiss of death thing, kind of yeah. like Sindel from Mortal Kombat. Again, I'm an, I think I may have used that reference before, but that's what she does. <laughs> so, Miss Hathor, as Hammond calls her, was drawn to the chopper eye and asked where Ra is. Um, Hammond yells at Daniel for forgetting what classified means because he's about to <laughs> tell her that. Because he's like, Ra's I'm going to tell you everything you want to know because you're pretty. <laughs> but Daniel's like, Ra's a myth. In a totally believable way. Yeah. Instead, Jack is ready to call county mental health. Um, but Hammond <laughs> wants to know what she knows because, you know, obviously she knows something and we don't right, know how. Right, she knows the, about the Stargate. That we gotta, we gotta do some research. Hathor <laughs> calls Hammond the one with the crown of marble, which is great. <laughs> and Jack's like, I believe she means you, sir. I don't know how I missed that. The crown of marble. The crown of marble. I'm gonna use that on... Do you think our boss would be okay with me calling... Depends <laughs> yeah, on the mood he's in. Depends on the I'm gonna not do that. <laughs> um, and so then plays into her delusion, goes over and lets Hathor kiss his hand. He gets drugged and pinked too, because he's <laughs> being blessed with fertility and joy. Right. Uh, and Hammond and Jack leave. Daniel admits that they. By the way, we kill Ra. And she's very happy to hear that and owes them their gratitude. And right. it's the first of countless bad references to sex. Yeah, we this have. is one of those, how can I ever repay you, Pizza Man? We have no money. Yeah. That's basically Here's the thing. She, yeah. You're on HBO. You do not have to act like this is 7 o'clock on ABC. You know, I was doing a little bit of reflecting today on, on, on my drive home. Um it was still the 90s. It Even was. HBO and Showtime were this very demure. They were very, um, I don't know. There was still, still a little bit of a wink and a nod. Like, this is still, this is, I feel like this is, oh, it's a Disney movie and we're winking for the audience. Yeah, but like, so, and, and I think about it, it's like nowadays people would just be like, I'm going to have sex with you. Here's the thing. If you force them to show boobs on the first episode, full frontal, Yeah. you can, like, Say sex. Yeah, that's that's true. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, it was still a little bit, uh, yeah. Behind, you know, we weren't quite there yet in, in society and TV I think, and media. I think it just helps because the writing in this episode. 
Yeah, they they should have just gone all the way with it. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a weird... Yeah, they, you're right. They should have just gone all the way and just been like, let's just make this the weirdest, most ridiculous, <laughs> like, sex parody of itself. So, I did find interesting the line about Ra corrupting Hathor. Um, there is actually some actual truth behind that one. Oh, cool. It wasn't just made for the series. In a lot of myths... Um, I, I don't know, I couldn't really make out what the full story was, um, but in some myths, Hathor and Sekhmet become dual sides of the same goddess. Um, okay. Sekhmet's like the warrior goddess, like Athena. Oh, gotcha. And so something happens and they become like one goddess and go on a destruction spree. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, well, that makes sense because otherwise Hathor would just be of love and, yeah. and good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Hammond... I find it interesting he was, like, yelling at Daniel for tr- about to say something about Ra, but ten seconds earlier, Jack mentions the monks on Chulak. Right. Doesn't jump down Jack's neck for anything. Well, because, you know, Jack can do whatever he wants. Because he's Jack. That's basically what he's saying. Can I also, I'm only going to say this once, what is with the wig that Hathor is wearing? It's her Katy Perry wig. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's and pretty, I love that Hammond and Jack are talking about her as if she's in another room, but she's yeah. really took 10 feet Let's away from Let's talk about them. the hot girl that's right here, because we don't know how to act, because all of a sudden we're 12-year-old boys. <sighs> do you see that there's a hot girl right there? What do we do now? What do we so, do now? in the briefing room, mm-hmm. um, Jack's like, who cares? No one's going to believe her. She's talking yeah. about Stargate. Right. Like, anyone's going to believe her. They're going to they're gonna put her away. Tilk asks the correct, the correct question of, how does she know about the Stargate? Hey, how about that? <laughs> yeah. How about the one guy who's still being a little bit reasonable? So Jackson comes down and says that she's a ghoul, but it's okay. She's a good ghoul. Oh, yeah. That's totally And she thing. was imprisoned in stasis on Earth for 2,000 <laughs> years. And, and she only wants to help us defeat a puppet. And I'm Daniel. I never swear by a woman. She wants to protect us from the evil gold. <laughs> She's a good gold. Yeah. So Daniel and Hammond pink eye each other. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Even though everyone else thinks it's crazy that they're thinking about bringing Something her down to the Stargate. Something happening. Yeah. So she comes. Is down this where we get the look from uh, from Captain Sam? Oh, Sam is giving everyone the what the fuck eye. This is yeah. Like all time. of you are stoned. All of you are stoned. All of, every one of you is stoned. Like sometimes you just see her like in the side or in the back of a shot, and she's like. What the fuck? Like, I'm waiting for her to just, like, break the fourth wall and be like, are you guys seeing this shit? <laughs> so she comes down in her fancy dress that looks like it was, I, Yeah, no. her Party City Halloween costume <laughs> oh, dress. So yep. Oh. <laughs> and on Hammond's orders, Jack brings her some water and also gets pinked. Yeah. Um, Let's just, yeah. And, and <laughs> she gets pissy for Teal'c for being a disgusting, vile serpent Jaffa. Yeah. Um, but since they have the same enemy as well, she'll try to pink Teal'c as well. Yeah. And then Teal'c is like, you forget that I'm Teal'c and I'm a badass. And as as Jack is bringing her the water, she like takes his hand and like places her on her heart and thanks him. And you just, for some reason, I see a pop-up clouds like above Jack's head going, boobs. Yeah. Boobs. That's pretty much Don't what's happening. Boobs. He's like, boobs, 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 <laughs> boobs. So much more. And then boobs. Okay. Um, Meanwhile, I'm like, come on. Yeah, so I'm, I'm with Sam on this one. Sam has a problem with all of this. You think? <laughs> one, she's the girl of the group. And two, what the fuck? She kind of sees past Hathor's game here. Yeah. 
Um, and Hathor tells her that she's an exceedingly beautiful woman, and Sam just shuts her down. She's like, I'm not interested. <laughs> and then gets called up by Hammond for being rude, and Sam doesn't understand what's going on and admits that it seems like all the guys have run to the spell or something. Yeah. Hammond gets testy, Jack doesn't back her up, and they go and give the enemy a guided tour of the classified underground secret base. That's a base. great idea. Hello, person we don't know. Here's all our top secrets. All the guys are essentially horrible hormonal frat boys now. Yeah, yeah. That didn't take very much. Oh, my Just gosh. a little bit of, like, whatever that pink stuff is. Just some cotton candy air, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so they bring her to the VIP guest quarters, which, can I say, why doesn't... Looking at this, why does Teal'c not have better quarters? Teal'c looks true. like a prison... Because Tilk knows no, yeah. Because Tilk doesn't know any better. Like, does Tilk even have a chair in his room? No, but he's probably like, "What am I going to do with this chair? I don't sit because I'm Tilk, and I just I don't even (laughs) unless it's Indian style on the ground to meditate. Yeah, and usually I'm just levitating off the ground anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't really sleep either. I just kind of worn shit down and then restart. Cycle the system. Yep. (laughs) Um. So. She pinks the boys, Hathor pinks the boys again and gets yeah. them to forget the guards. And Jack and Hammond leave, but Daniel's requested to stay with her. And he will become her chosen Bob, one. And it's <laughs> an, he, he will honor her and die for her. Get a, uh, remember that time you had a wife? <laughs> this would be a good time to remember that. Nope. Not gonna happen. Uh, so Sam and Jack have a walk and talk, uh, and Sam voices her concerns that all the men are completely infatuated, giving right. her the royal treatment and all. Um, Sam doesn't believe her. Jack snaps back that she's acting the same way that she hates seeing people treat Teal'c. Uh, but she goes back, even when the CIA grants sanctuary to an enemy, enemy turncoat, they don't trust him. They watch him like a hawk. No kidding. And yeah. Jack goes, Daniel's watching her right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, watching is not the word I would use. <sighs> I mean, he's looking at her, <laughs> but I don't know that watching is what he's doing. So, Hathor and Daniel walk into the gate room. Daniel's fanboying and drooling. Right. Um, Daniel's brain is mush. He's like the cartoon. Ooga, ooga. Yeah, yeah. He's like the wolf and, like, his eyeballs are popping out of his head. Yeah, yeah. Um, she might as well be Jessica Rabbit right now. Well, he even <laughs> mentions here that, according to myth, he could control men with her beauty. Yeah, and yet somehow doesn't think... It's funny because somehow they don't think to protect for this. Uh, this whole episode's a bunch of... Okay, fine. <laughs> well, we do find out that she births the ghoul larva. She's the uh, queen bee. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, yep, yep. That was my dinner. <laughs> um, so Sam and Janet have this bonding the pretty moment. Pretty girls always have the weirdest fetishes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Sam and Janet have a moment bonding about... Can I just go back for a second? Yes. Jessica Rabbit is damn good looking and hot. And yeah. even I would fall for Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Hathor, don't even compare her in the same way. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. So Sam and Janet are having a bonding moment about how all the guys on base are insane. Yeah. Uh, she's doing some research on Hathor on the interwebs. Yeah. This new thing of the interwebs. Two of the interwebs, Yeah. And this is where they mentioned the part about how she was loved, but she was sent by Ra at one point to destroy mankind. Yeah. Um, she's trouble. Uh, tr- yeah. Trouble, my friends, with a capital T that rhymes with P that stands for pool that stands for Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't stand I music, know. man. 
<laughs> but some of those lines just stick in your brain. <laughs> That's the problem with musicals of all sorts. Yes. They're, they're in there forever. <laughs> so Janet guesses she's controlling the men with a chemical or super pheromone, and it may not be reversible, because that's a leap to make right there. They need to take action now, uh, since she'll make her move soon, and Sam suggests that they neutralize her. Right. Well, what else are you gonna do? Just kill her. Yeah, just kill her. (laughs) Can we just Um, kill her? Or just say, we gotta get rid of her. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the part where I get to kill someone, right? I get to kill this lady? This next scene, I'm not even discussing it. Daniel and Hathor have the most horrible conversation ever filmed, which involves the line, the code of life from the juice of the species. Oh, yeah, and then he juices her. <laughs> and then she enjoys the method of procuring it in this species, uh-huh. and the scene is just yuck. Uh-huh. Yuck, yuck. Yeah, so so Daniel gets his life juices <laughs> taken um, from him, and and, and much is kind of made queasy. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know where it's going. I don't want to know okay, how life it was juices. taken. Life juices. That is a mm. new phrase. Which I'm never using. No. It's, I just, no. That's not sexy. Women or men, if anyone ever mentions juice of the species uh, or life juice. Just run. When they're trying to hit on you. Or, run or away. even if you're already in a, yeah. you could be in a committed relationship. You could be married. If you are naked and someone says juices, you go, nope, we're done for tonight. You go to bed. Time <laughs> no out. life juices. Time out. The couch is go downstairs. Go think about what you did. The couch is downstairs. I'm keeping the dog. Um... So Sam and Janet have the, what, four other women on base? Is that yeah, it? Yeah. Because, the, well, all the women on base? Let's be realistic. That's kind of I cannot, not bad. <laughs> I would think that there is more than that, at least. Okay. okay. More than four well, other women yeah. on base. <laughs> and they're handing out weapons. Janet yeah. says she hasn't touched a gun in years, which, to me, it seems even if you are a medical doctor in the Air Force, you would have to have yearly training. Yeah, that's and true. Just to range. remember how to use it. So when shit goes think, down, I think she's underselling herself. Probably. I think Janet's like, "Oh, how do I do this?" And then like, Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like Annie Oakley over there. <laughs> or what's her face from Alien? I just blanked on her name. Ripley. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Janet is Ripley. Yeah, I can um, see that. So Teal walks in. Uh, they point their guns now, but then they realize that Junior's protected him from the pink. Wait a minute, he's Tilk and he's a badass. See, even more of a reason why I'm convinced that, that Tilk is Tilk is not into girls. No. Tilk doesn't care about any of this shit at all. I think he had a wife because that's what you had to do to breed. No. I think he's just a really awesome guy who likes drag and probably, know. I don't know. Maybe he's, I think he may have evolved past sex of any kind. He may have done that, but I think Teal could be an equal opportunity person. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I think Teal is like, if you were on my level of badassness... And yeah, we, like, it's really not about connect male on the or female. Zen level. Yeah, and he's just like, she's this woman is is bullshit. Yeah, exactly. All right, I dig that. Um, so he says Hathor is turning the base into her new nest and will populate the world with Gould. Ugh. And they let him join the girls even, only club. Even saying Gould, but you want to vomit. It's like, <laughs> <"Gould."> <laughs> 
it is it is a very vomity ghoul like it's it, it's yeah. like a choking that reflex is a sound word. you make while you it's vomit. like a gack sound yeah <laughs> uh janet points out that if someone comes on base and sees this it could be bad everyone's court-martialed and in jail yeah well yeah that's true <laughs> um also they're dressed now they were like dressed in like the greens yes why did they go into full camo? <laughs> this is like, like base camo. Yeah. It's like this is the base camo. Like, like, now we blend into the cement walls. Like, you can't see me. Honestly, this solid green probably blends into these solid walls and shit more than jungle camo. I don't know. Maybe it just has better pockets for storing They look guns. exactly the same. <laughs> wearing vests over them. I don't know. I really don't know. Again, not paying attention, not asking questions this episode. Let's just mu- um, they muscle find, through. They find Daniel in the VIP room. He's drugged and shocked because <laughs> he was yeah. sucked into, sexed into sedation here. Yeah, because he's gross. He was juiced. Yeah. As we said earlier. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so they corner Hathor in the locker room in the hot tub, which is like on a platform in the middle of the room with all these doors coming Which is weird. <laughs> so as you're in the hot tub, you can have an audience. Why Why does that exist to begin with? Did well, they throw that together? Well, okay, the, the, ex, the existence of a hot tub in there, No, I can no, buy. Not, not an yeah. existence of a hot tub. Existence of a hot tub no, on that a platform room. with doors. Oh, no, that room was made just for this, I'm sure. Like, like are they sticking quarters in? The guy's <laughs> on the other side of the door, and then the door slides open, and you can watch someone take it and I don't I'm, even know. get in the hot tub? I don't even know. I Again, don't understand. We're not trying to make sense of this. Okay. Um, but there's squealing larva all around here in the hot tub. Ugh. And then all the guys come out and surround her as a man shield. And the women are all <laughs> caught. Ugh. So in a holding room, we're going to learn that the... I don't remember if it's Sam or Janet, but they mentioned that Jack was special forces trained to fight mind control techniques. And yet somehow he's still taken. Because he's a guy. Well, that's true. Uh, we <laughs> learned that Janet's divorced from a crazy southerner. She like, would be... She would be the I, accent she had. puts on is like the most backwards redneck. It is, yeah. It's like, how did you even meet this guy? Like, how did you... I feel like she was out hand fishing or something. Yeah. Like, she's got a weird <laughs> hobby like that. And this guy was like, that's a mighty good fan hand fishing technique. And she's like... something like, it's this man's army. Yeah. And it's like, come on. So... Sam complains that she never knows how to fit in and just she's just wants to be one of the guys and she always feels like she's the girl. What, what Sam is this? This is not a Sam we know. This is But that doesn't mean that's not in there. She no. could be holding this forever. She's having like a you know, a moment. She's having a bonding moment with Janet. But and Janet's like, Look, I'm kind of a badass too. Let me tell you about these crazy guys well, that I've met. But nothing except for the other episode we don't mention of the first season. <laughs> At no point has she ever like been treated as a girl like at no point has she ever been treated by something other than an equal member of the team that's true but I wonder if she still feels this you know maybe it's a chip she carries on her shoulder or maybe this is the writers trying to put some sort of that's what I'm thinking like I don't know maybe they felt guilty when they got this far they're like oh crap we should put something in she has no that doesn't make it seem like we're complete yeah women haters I'm not I'm not no (laughs) yeah it's a little weird but I do I do have a little bit more respect for Janet here Janet because Uh Janet in the most badass way possible suggests that they should fight back in the way they can because yeah. if Hathor's drug is hormone-driven, then all the men are libidinous. Right. 
So Janet's like, what the fuck are we? Chop liver? Exactly. Fucking badasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jack goes... Go Janet. Jack goes to meet Hathor and starts to try to ask questions. And it seems like the drugs are starting to wear off on yeah. him. Yeah. And so she pinks him some more and then starts unbuttoning his shirt because there's no undershirt on Why wouldn't she? That shirt looks a little scratchy. But again, if you're starting in the porn parody of yourself, true. you're not wearing any underclothes. I'm pretty sure in every other episode he has a shirt on underneath. Right. Well, not this one because he needs to be ready to go. So she pulls off half her dress to show a bikini with a giant belly jewel. And there's a disturbing <laughs> moment of acting. Yeah. And then Jack is her first Jaffa. Yeah. Yeah, and some terrible, weird, gross things. None of Hathor's outfits are flattering, except maybe the trench coat in the beginning of the episode. That's a nice <laughs> trench coat. That is a cool trench coat. The Hathor dress and Hathor corset are in no way flattering. So I love that this is all about the men falling for this amazing feminine woman <laughs> and all these things. And then she impregnates him. Mm-hmm. Because that's basically what she does here, yes. right? She's yeah, like, yeah. guess she what? I'm a seahorse. You're going to carry these Later in the episode, she's like, if you sit in this tub, one of the one of the larvae will find its way into your womb. Whoa. She says womb. I made you a womb. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I added a, a womb to your house. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do the womb joke. <laughs> um, so, seduction wasn't in any Air Force training manual, but they did get trained and in... And why wasn't it? Wouldn't... That, doesn't that seem like it should be? I think they just expect the women to know their feminine wiles already. Should it, I mean, didn't they... They should go to the same school as, like, the bad guys in uh, any Bond movie? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, Because, ladies. trust me, Bond uses his male wiles. Right. In right. every scene. That's He's true. literally dripping in male wiles. Yeah. <laughs> male like. wiles. <laughs> I like that. That is the name of my punk band. <laughs> male wiles. <laughs> um, but they did get trained in taking advantage of an enemy. I cannot. Every time I try to say enemies, I say anemones. 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 They did get trained in taking advantage of anemones' weaknesses. <laughs> well. Uh, and Janet seems way too good at this. <laughs> <laughs> she's look. She's been in a lot of bars, picking up a lot of random uh, yeah. dudes. She's been. She's a great wingman. I think if I'm ever out and alone. She's she's my she girl. She takes Carter and she needs to take Sam out. And yeah, a few more. She, yeah, that's that's really out. what needs to happen. I want to see that side story. Yes, where her and Sam go to a bar and she's like, "You're gonna take that guy home tonight. Ready? Go." Yeah, yeah. So and they Carter... hustle some guys at game pool. Something <laughs> happens, and they they go. They just start drinking, and they can out drink any guy oh, yeah. that comes yeah, and yeah, takes yeah. them. Yeah, and, and yeah, and half the time Sam doesn't know what's happening, but she's still doing well. <laughs> so Carter feels like she's in a woman's behinds bars film. And the well, girls, that's kind of what they look like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the girls ready themselves by taking off their jackets and perking up the girls. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, whenever I see this, like, the two lines that went through my head are, boobs at the ready, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and the line from Devil's Wears Prada, gird your loins. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> by the way, do you guys actually respond to the, like, the perked up boobs? And Aren't they just happy to see boobs? I guess. Like, <laughs> because, listen, the only people were really perking them up for it. Probably other ladies who yeah. are like, you need a better bra. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Oh, I will, I'm in my head, I will sometimes, and it's not like, it's not a judgment, it's just, oh, you could be so much more comfortable in a better fitting bra. Yeah, that doesn't fit you. Yeah. That doesn't fit you. You could be so much more comfortable. You need some better <laughs> back support. <laughs> Listen, that face you're making, that is pain. Yes. From the wrong bra. <laughs> you can 
this that has been our correctly. PSA on proper bra wearing. Everyone, please, if, even if you think you know your bra size, go get fitted by a professional bra sizer. Okay. Like every couple of years. By, yeah. <laughs> sponsored by Bras Are Us. Yeah. Um, so the guards come in and Janet takes one of takes one for the team. And yeah. And Sam just elbows her in the face, and all the guards are stupid and knocked out very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the hallway, there's a cartoon moment of hitting people from behind, because one hits one of the people from behind, and yeah. someone comes from that one hits them from behind. Yeah, that was pretty good. The train continues. <laughs> um, I was waiting for someone to, like, run off the edge of a cliff and then look down. They free, they free Teal'c. Sam ends up hitting Hammond in the back of the head and knocking him out, and she decides her career is over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I love that they're these super powerful men, but all it takes is one bl- like yeah. hit to the head, and they're out. Well, women right, are strong, fine. man. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so in the hall, um, yeah, there you read that one. So they head back. <laughs> they head back to Hathor in her tub. Um, and there's a horrible reverse shot oh, yeah. of her coming out of the water. I'm waiting for dry. it to sound like Does water sound the same forwards and backwards? One's blah 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 and one's blah 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 blah. Um, Jack is not late, and we're not drinking. Basically unconscious on the floor. It's the only way we can get through half the course of a couple drinks. Hathor places him in the tub and with all the baby gould, and this is where she makes a line about someone finding his womb or something. She's gonna impregnate him. Yeah, yeah. She's, you're you're now gonna be uh, a baby daddy ugh. and baby mama. So they all at once. they pull Jack out, and in your favorite scene of the entire episode, oh oh Janet God. reaches on in to make oh. sure <laughs> nothing in his womb. Oh, never. <laughs> Listen. I'm not a squeamish person, I swear. I swear. There's needles all day. All day. Blood, Blood gore. all day. Yeah. Gore, guts, but gold? <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. So, there's... But he no longer has an immune system, and he's soon gonna die. Right. Or so you think, because convenient there's a sarcophagus. Remember that time we had a sarcophagus? <laughs> that fixes all the things? Uh, so it cl- they close it's it on magic Jack. eraser. Airmen come in. Janet gets hit in the arm. Teal gets hit. I think it was leg. Yeah. Um, Jack wakes up from the healing tomb and is back to himself because he snarks again. Yeah. Uh, Sam- why, why can't In Love Jack be snarky? That makes me want... Listen, this is very selfish, but if In Love Jack can't be snarky, yeah. I don't want him to ever find love. He is not in love. That's true. He's drugged. He's in drugged. <laughs> in drugged. <laughs> um... So Sam throws him a gun. He dives behind the sarcophagus because Hathor shoots out her hand device and hits the sarcophagus. It starts wooing. <laughs> Everyone dives out of the room because it explodes, right. which is great for like the Stargate sitting right there. That's a really good thing that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. It's an explosion in a mountain underground. Next to a Stargate. Next to a Stargate. So yeah. all the bad things. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just put a baby there? And some, like, fine crystal. <laughs> like, just all the things that are terrible to have around this bomb. <laughs> so, um, Sam has some awkward words about Jack's stomach just to open up his shirt and feel his stomach. And is in <laughs> awe, and Jack admits to crunches. I wish he'd just, like, leave her hand there awkwardly <laughs> and, like... 
not find a transition to get her hand off of his stomach and just be like, this is me now. I live here. This is this is mine. This is this mine. Is, I claim this. This is this, in the land of sound. This is me. If I have to, I will lick it to claim it as my <laughs> this own. This is mine. In fact, can I lick it to claim it? Now we're getting no. into fanfic. This is weird. Okay. Fanfic now. Is this, is this weird? Is this weird for you? Because I like this, but it feels weird. My pants feel funny. Okay. I'm done now. Uh, Jack's pants are feeling funny, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, earlier he was just thinking boobs. Yeah. Might be the same thing yeah, again. Yeah, might be thinking boobs again. Um, so Janet and, Janet, Janet and Teal head down to the infirmary because they were hit. Uh-huh. Sam and Jack head off to get Hathor together. And they go to get Trank guns. And Sam didn't see any in the armory. But they're in the other armory that oh, Sam yeah. doesn't know about. Remember that one time we had a backup armory? <laughs> <sighs> so Hath is in her bath, and she wants Sam brought before her so she can kill her. But Daniel begs for mercy. Sam comes in, and they aim their guns again, and there's a man shield again. Another one, yeah. Um, Hathor throws Sam against the wall with her hand device, but then gets up and shoots her with her handgun. She falls back into the water... And then the bath sets on fire. Right. But then they make this... So we're thinking... I'm thinking... Oh, look. Hathor's gonna die now because we set her on fire. But then they give you this real clear out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she clearly stands up and walks She's out from behind the She's a terrible magician's assistant. You can see her getting out of the magic trick. <laughs> Which I'm I'm sure is what they intended you to right. see. But the thing is, is like, if you intend me to see it, don't make it look like it was a bad effect. Like a bad edit? Like a bad edit. Yeah. Like, oh, crap, we forgot to cover that wall where yeah, she walks like out. Like, she was walking out to escape the fire. Yeah. But make it either more obvious or don't have it. Or maybe she just thought she wasn't in the scene anymore, so she's, like, wandering around trying to find craft services. Besides the fact of how would that be setting on fire? Yeah. <laughs> We're not touching that. Yeah, that's so true. So, she activates the gate uh, to Chulak and heads through. They don't follow her. They'll get her later. Yeah. Where did this headdress come from now? I don't know. It's <laughs> her traveling clothes. And earlier she had, like, this weird drape cloak thing on. That's true. Where did that come from? A, a, she, she can... Ma- magic? So all the men are back to being non-drugged men. Um, <laughs> because apparently she needs to stay in proximity to keep control. Right. So cut to probably next day. Janet's studying the dead larvae. And Teal'c has... Is this where Teal'c had a sports coat? Yes. Because we're like, where was that the previous episode? That's right. That's right. Because we're like, why didn't he wear this before? Why didn't they wear this to, like, his one of his best friend's funerals? Yeah, well, because he just bought it after the funeral. He's like, you know what? In case Daniel dies again, yeah. I should have a sport That coat. is basically, that's the Daniel death I think coat. that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Daniel warns Janet that the DNA information will be his. Jack makes a yuck voice for all of us. Well, yeah. Um, Hammond is putting Sam and Janet up for commendations and thanks them. Um, the men say thanks, but they never say sorry or anything. No, they, they, listen. Thanks is not enough. Where is my... Hey, you saved all of the asses of all of the people. We are not and worthy. like, the earth itself, if she would Basically, have made a nest. Because we have penises, we <laughs> fucked up. That's really what it was. How stupid is that? Oh. I can't tell who the writers hate more in this episode, <laughs> women or men. This episode is what they hate more. Yeah, they just hate us. <laughs> this is a very weird, weird... I don't know... I don't know how to take it. And here's the thing, like... 
like Jonathan and Brad are great. Yes. They I love their stuff. Yeah. This is like a one-time weird anomaly. This is a very odd I of of what the fuckery. Yeah, that's a great word to use to describe this. <laughs> I don't Nope. Nope. I don't have a word. <sighs> I can't. It so, feels a little woman hatey, but then it also feels a little man hatey. It feels. I'm telling you, someone was going through a shitty breakup. Like it's just. Was one of you I going through know, a shitty breakup? I don't know how these these actors kept straight faces. Is this a setup for something later? <laughs> this is a really weird. Was like, this a porn parody of itself? Did they just read the script going, "You want me to do what now? What are these words I'm saying? Juices. This is, this is I have real? to say juices." <laughs> So we're fucking, right? In this episode, we're fucking people? No, we don't actually get to do that. So we're not in the porn parody of ourselves. It just seems like we are. This is the porn parody without the porn. Right. The G-rated porn parody. Because that's why people watch porn. For the story. Oh, exactly. I mean, that's why I watch. (laughs) The only porn I watch has very well-defined characters and story arcs to it. That's a thing, yeah. It's really about the writing. (laughs) It's really about the writing. I want a good script on my porn. <laughs> then what is this bullshit? Um, you want me to read that? <laughs> so there's no for crying out loud this episode. I love the idea of Shakespearean porn stars. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Why is that not like a classically niche? trained porn stars? <laughs> Why is that not a niche in the porn industry? I mean, they're already all method. Yeah. <laughs> They're just reciting, like, reciting sonnets. (laughs) Okay, I'm good. (laughs) Um, Needless to say, this is not anywhere on my ranking. No, I don't... Look, this is is a fun... I would watch this the way I watch Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Drunk in the middle of the night <laughs> when it comes on TV and there's people I can force into what to, to, yes. to misery of watching it with me. Or you're like have a drinking game playing yeah. with it. Yeah. You know, even it could be drinking. Every drink- time we see Pink Dust, <laughs> there's one. Every time we hear something that that's cringeworthy. You can either you can need two ways. You can either do a drinking game with alcohol or you can do a drinking game by making a really disgusting drink. Oh. Like that's the non-alcoholic version of this drinking game. Oh, you have to take this horrible thing. Yeah. Like, make someone mix something in the blender without you looking. Oh. Did you ever play that game growing up? No, but, well, well, not the blender one, but we did this thing at Chuck E. Cheese where you would put a lot, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything in the cup. Which you can do even better now that they have the Coca-Cola make anything <laughs> Oh my gosh, things. yeah. Um, we got so pretty creative. We found hot do. sauce and salt okay. and pepper. And- so here's your thing. If you're going to play a drinking game. Yeah, you shouldn't get any pleasure out of this. No. You, should, you shouldn't even be allowed to make a drinking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the drinking game for this episode is whoever is going to be watching this goes to your local Wawa, Sheets, anywhere where you can have a multi-experience vending machine yeah. thing. And you make the 7-Eleven, make the Slurpee or Pop drink yeah. that you find the most Soda, for those of you not from Southern Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Pop. Um, and you're, you're not making this for yourself. You're making it for someone else. You can't oh, yeah. be nice about it. No, you gotta be cruel. And so then... Like you, this episode When is. you get home, you exchange it with other people. Oh. And then you can... Whenever there's pink, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever there's drugs, 
Whenever there is... Cringeworthy dialogue. Cringeworthy dialogue. Whenever there is a badly veiled sexual metaphor. Whenever there's an eye roll from Sam. Whenever there's an eye roll. Whenever they mention juices. <laughs> uh, you have to take a drink of this disgusting I like drink. this. I like this. Yeah. Or wherever there's like a poorly crafted uh, wardrobe or set function. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yep. This is good. You are going to have a horrible taste in your mouth. Which you should. Much after like watching you have Hathor. a horrible taste in your soul. Hathor. Horrible taste in your soul. And here's the thing, like, Hathor should be the most one of the most badass gold characters you could have on the series. Like it's Hathor. How would you make her better? Well, first of all, she would have some uh, better wardrobe and look. She would have a better look to her. Yeah. I feel like she would have a much more, like, chic look. Okay. She would have a much more, much more, I want to say demure, too. Like, yeah. I don't think she'd be as flashy. Okay. I think she would be much more... I mean, more... she's a goddess of fertility. She's not real. Yeah, okay. Like, I feel like she would just have some... <sighs> I feel like, okay, if you weren't putting her in Gould wear, she would be wearing, like, a finely tailored, exotic suit. But, like, a very high-cut suit. A very low-cleavage suit. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she would have a I much... I just want her to be, like, Beyonce, basically. She could easily be Beyonce. Just cast Beyonce like a, you, you, as Hathor. You cast the wrong pop star. <laughs> I want yeah. her to be in a jumpsuit with heels on, and I want her to be Beyonce. Yeah, no, that's that's even like it's just she she should have a much more a much more twinkle in her eye. Yeah, she you should actually be able to believe her when that's she true. says she, that she's be, good. She shouldn't be so blatant. Yeah, yeah, that's she true. needs to be playing a bit more games. That's true. She needs yeah, to this- be. You know, actually, no. Do you know who? Okay, if I'm going to take a comic book character. Okay. And I'm going to go, this is what, just copy this person in order okay. to be Hathor within this series. Catwoman. Okay. Yeah. Take cause Catwoman. Because she's, she's still very aware of her sexuality. I like, like and that. Take, take, uh, take, like, 1960s. Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, put her in this role. I like that. That's who I wanted to be. That's the vibe you I want to get not, from my Hathor. Not Halle Berry. <laughs> no, I'm glaring at her <laughs> over my beer. Which, by the way, we are drinking. Um, they were brought down to us, brought down to Barton Nick and I from a very good friend of ours. We have Virginia beer today. Um, I have one from Blue Mountain Brewery, and Grace has one from Hardywood, uh, which is. Bartender Nick's and I favorite brewery that exists, Hardywood. If you live anywhere near Richmond, Virginia, please go to Hardywood. There. This has been a message not sponsored by Hardywood, but nope. for Hardywood. For Hardywood. And someone who's never drank before, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is, I, I don't think this even goes on our list anywhere. No, it's not list worthy. Nope. It's really not list worthy. Is there any for crying out loud this week? Nope. Oh, and there's no Holy Hannahs. There's no Holy Hannahs. Yeah, there's, there's no... nothing holy about this episode. <laughs> um, but next week, uh, we're going to go from a drastic low to a drastic high for me. Because next week, this next week is Singularity, which I love Singularity, guys. 
Um, I think you are going to love this episode. I dig it. Very much. Okay. I'm in. I'm excited. It's an amazing episode. So thanks again for listening. For those of you in the States, happy Thanksgiving. Um, and when we hear you again, we're all going to be fat and happy. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. You can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook at there's no place like Tara. Um, thanks again. Uh, we'll see you next week for episode 14 Singularity. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.